Hey, you'll find plenty of both down there. No man. Persian or Greek, no man threatens a messenger. You bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. Oh, I've chosen my words carefully, Persian. Perhaps you should have done the same. This is blasphemy. This is madness. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session Podcast. Today is November the 7th, and the boys are back in town, the original crew. Um, hey. Always, if you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, leave a review, tell a friend to subscribe, or get some stars out of it. Um, yeah, man, we back, man, all three, the three musketeers. Yes, sir. OG crew is back in the building, baby. I'm glad y'all boys. It's your boys. On a Saturday, they put a special podcast out, the part two podcast. You know what I'm saying? We had the most updated news since we recorded Saturday morning, man. Uh-huh. So, Severalina. Without further ado, man, let's give a special shout out to all the fallen kings and queens out there. Um, special rest in peace, eight moment silence. And we back, and we back. Yeah, I've been taking that. Drink, so I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> yeah, he has been still your alley. <laughs> That's crazy. You was using it wrong, bro. <laughs> so, you made it a hot line. You made it a hot song. Uh, I hate y'all. Bars. <laughs> On to the um, news and notes since the last. Hey, wait a second, man. You know, I'm disappointed in you, bro. You ain't asked us how we was feeling, bro. You just asked us oh, how man. we feeling. Damn. Uh, look at you. Feel, Horrible, bro. Fucking, did you see that Thursday night game? Yes, I did see bro. Oh, oh man, God, man, I forgot to do my rankings too, bro. Ah, like, see, look at you, bro. Look at you, man. You just forget everything. I did, but like all the the green, it was it's horrible. I hope you, I hope you, I hope the ones that you started with had Devontae Adams number one. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, Adams, okay. I hit on that. Yeah, that was man, easy. Like, that was like I, the easiest ranking. Adam Rogers number three. Adam Rogers, hell yeah, I mean, Adam that? Rogers number three. <laughs> <laughs> start off, we we'll start off with the bars. Let's go. Adam Rogers number, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was up there, so yeah, uh, they went in, bro. Uh, but man, the running back situation for San Fran, like, what happened to Ty Lakes? <laughs> I, I knew he was duping us, bro. He duped us the whole time. Like, they're not tired at all. Um, I'm, what's his name? Uh, Michael Hasty. He, yeah. He's nothing. It's, it's crazy, bro. Everything was pointing to him getting most of the volume, too. So that was just so weird. Like, that just tells me that unless it's um, Mostert out there, I'm not trusting a San Francisco running back for the rest of the year. Like, yeah. it is what it is, bro. Because they, like, whenever you think you know who's going to be the guy, like, it's the other guy. It's happened every time this year almost. So, yeah, that was horrible. And Jordan Reed also was not – playing snaps like that. I think he only played like four snaps. So yeah. that was very sad. I thought he was going to, you know, 
be out there out of necessity because they literally had nobody. But Richie without James was the guy we should have been looking at. With all the injuries going on, we might be looking at San Francisco as the new Jets right now. <laughs> Starting nobody but one player. Yeah. I mean, like well, they still got IU coming back and Debo and and uh, most of them. So they, they the should ball. be straight. Mullins looks horrible out there. Right. So yeah. Mullins throwing in the ball. Like, it ain't going to be too much upside. But I think that left tackle was out, too. So, they like, he was getting abused. Like, that. he had, like, he gave up three sacks himself. Like, the backup left tackle, whoever, whatever. Yeah. It was just a horrible thing in that game. It was crazy. But Aaron Jones, <laughs> this guy's a surprise active game time decision. They say he's going to be, you know. Might, he might just be a decoy, you know, similar to how Fournette was used that Thursday night game when he was active, but he got no snaps. A lot of people were fearing that, bro, but he played a lot. And not only did he play a lot, he played when the game was out of hand. So, guess uh, Aaron Jones is healthy, man. What yeah, great news going forward. <laughs> what injury? We're exactly. I'm yourself. I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> got him. I right. finally got hit with the apocalypse coming into week nine, man. I'm playing Bum Javar, man, OA Javar, and all my wide receivers are on buys. Let's go. I need my look first. At, look at him getting the excuses ready. Let's I got to go. start Curtis Samuel. Bro, I had to drop DJ DJ Dallas. For real? Oh. I don't have no wide receivers. All my wide receivers are on buys, literally all of them, except Terry McLaurin. This is man. what happened. Want to trade one? Somebody, somebody, picked up, somebody picked up DJ Dallas. This is what happens when you lose Sutton before the season starts. And then Barkley only scores you maybe eight points before he goes out. <laughs> and then you lose Dak Prescott. This is what an 0-8 team looks Dak like. Dak Prescott? You ain't had no Dak Prescott on Legends? I did. No, you didn't. Sherm got a uh, Dak. Oh. Really? <laughs> you sure you, I don't think you had Dak, bro. Hey, he said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I lost the third player on that team. That boy said, oh. <laughs> hey, Javardo got Dak Prescott on the He no don't. Team. I know he do. I know you don't because I know you have three solid ass quarterbacks. So that is that is insane to me that you didn't <laughs> trade one of those quarterbacks. You could have literally oh, got out of this this winless hole, bro. So I ain't got no I ain't got no sympathy for you, bro. That was another you got, you got people out here with one legit quarterback, one legit quarterback on their team, bro. And he has three of them. People trying to trade Marvin Jones and MB. I was trying to I said Zach Moss was on the board last week and nobody wanted Zach Moss and DJ Dallas. Nobody wanted both of them. Look at them, both gonna be starters this week. You don't have no running back. Anyway, man. Well, oh well, it's all, it's too late now. <laughs> too late now. But we can still trade. Uh when is not trade? On eight. Not who, on eighteen. Who are some uh players like you know, we're in the middle of, of the thick of everything. Who are some players like y'all have been targeting to trade for and like to trade away? In Dynasty or Redra? Uh Dynasty. I'm trying to get uh, okay, Dobbins. Yeah, Dobbins, we mentioned that on the last show. Like he's like a great buy. Like he might be too expensive to get now. But yeah, I think he's a great buy. And just like in Dynasty, definitely I would be trying to get like, you know, Balo on CH and Jonathan Taylor. Some players that you know came in with high value, but I feel like their value is pretty lower than what it was. So, a lot of people are trading away Zeke. How y'all feel about that? Uh, if you it depends where you're at. Yeah, if you if you're a losing team, then it makes sense. If you're a winning team trying to gain them this year, there may be better moves out there to make because of the offense. So sorry, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's 
you know, Zeke kind of, I don't want to say he get in there, you know, how Gurley was like, what do you do with Gurley before it's too late? Do you hang in there? And I don't know, man. I, I think if you hang in there for next year, he'll be good. But this year, he. I mean, if you're trying to get anything of value for Zeke right now, then it's not going to happen. So I feel like you, he might just be in that hold state because like, especially now with the way he's been looking lately, like, you know, you're not getting anything of value for him. So hopefully he's got to ride it out with him. Yeah. Hopefully Cause he'll be, he'll be legit again next year when that comes back. Like it's hopefully when yeah. Andy Dalton comes back, he'll look a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? He'll at least be able to finish the year, at least top 15 range. Yeah. Maybe for a rebuilding team, a rebuilding team might be able to acquire him. I definitely got him yeah. outside of my top 12 right now, though. I know. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, me too. I, I believe I have him at like 15. But we're going to talk about him. Oh, no, we already – did we already talk about Dallas? I think we talked about Dallas. Yeah, no, we, no we're going to talk about him today. Let's get it. Uh, Well, let's get into some of the news and notes. Um, Panthers officially activated CMC. Um, whew, thank God. Um <laughs> Pete Carroll is uh, very comfortable, apparently, with starting Alex Collins, man. When I seen this, I was like, well, where am I even? Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. I didn't even know he's on the squad still. Like, did they just resign him again? I don't even know what he's from. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, DJ Dad, we'll get to that again. We'll get there. Uh, Ken Drake is officially out. Drake Kirp- Kirkpatrick, the cornerback from the Dolph- um from the Cardinals, is officially out versus the Dolphins. But we'll get to that when we get to that game. Um Mark and Mark Ingram is doubtful, so it'll be another J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards game looking like. Calvin Ridley is officially questionable, so he'll probably play. Um, mm, I don't know. It's questionable. I think if yeah, he's, it, he's gonna, he's a game time decision, but I, I'm still not counting on him to play with them having a bye next week. I could be wrong, but I'm just not expecting him to play. So if if Ridley don't play. Who 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 gets you know? We'll get that. Is it Gage? We already talked about him. Yeah, we already Gage? talked about him. Yeah, I said mm-hmm. Gage. Oh yeah, I said yeah, Gage. Gage. I think they all will get a slight uptick, but really, Julio is probably going to be the one that benefits the most. To be honest, they might said, have though, one of those 20, 20 target games. Remember what I said though? How um, Matt Ryan's favorite touchdown target is Calvin Ridley, so that touchdown ceiling might be capped. I think. For some reason, like he's just allergic to throwing the ball to Julio in the red zone, and I just I don't, I wouldn't depend on it with the way Matt Ryan been playing this year. Depend on what though? For him to get a touchdown? Well, yeah, for like well for Matt Ryan, I feel like Julio will get the yards. You know what I'm saying? He probably have a big yard as far as targets and yardage goes. But as far as like that big big game, I don't know. Yeah, he's capable of it every single oh, yeah, yeah, week that sure. he steps out there. Though, like he li- he doesn't get the mo- like more like as many touchdowns as like the Devontae Adams and Hopkins and stuff, bro. But he's still capable of getting those 150, 200 yard games and two touchdowns. Like, anyway. oh yeah, I, ho- I mean, who's the best player of all time? If he gets two, yeah. I'll be pretty excited. I'm just saying, I w- I just seen Matt Ryan. I don't know what, what's going on with your boy this year. Uh, but um, yeah. on to the other. Uh, bitch-ass Saints. Drew Brees and uh, Michael Thomas are apparently going to play this Sunday, so finally we get to see Michael Thomas out there. Um, sadly, it's against the Bucks, but we'll get there when we get there. Uh, Kenny Galladay is officially out. Um, T.Y. Hilton is doubtful Sunday. Gardner Mitchell is officially out. They're starting Jake Luton, um, the rookie quarterback. Uh, Devontae, Ad- Devontae Freeman is officially out. Phillip Lindsay is expected to play. 
Chris Godwin is expected to play, like we mentioned. Uh, Zeke is a wait-and-see game-to-game, uh, uh, game-time decision uh, with that hamstring injury. We talked about him earlier. Um, and Crowder is um, limited at practice yesterday with a groin, but he practiced, so that's something to mention. Ooh. I don't see anything else. Josh, Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs didn't practice Thursday, but I think he practiced yesterday, so he should be good to go. That's about uh, CMC officially been activated. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, anything else? Nah, sound good. Sound good, man. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into the reason why we're here. Hey, they get it. In the world. Uh, first game, we got Washington at the New York Giants. Got an over-under? Yes, it's uh, Giants, two-and-a-half-point underdogs, 43-point over-under. And I believe this game is in Washington. Is it? I might have I wrote it wrong. Yeah. Um, or got dyslexia. Uh, <laughs> Cal <laughs> Allen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, laugh. <laughs> Cal, oh, Cal, my God. Y'all wow. With at least a uh Giants in the bottom 10 and yards allowed through the air. Uh, I got him in sit in one QB leagues, but in two QB leagues, man. Uh, he hasn't hurt you like some other quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins and stuff like that. So, I wouldn't mind throwing him out there. I'm throwing him out there. Um, Hangar Jones? No, I was talking about Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, gotcha, gotcha. Um. Antonio Gibson, Peyton Barber, J.D. McKissick. Uh, Gibson led the backfield last week in snaps. Um, well, they was on bye last week, so the week before that. Um, they played the Cowboys. Uh, and with 47%, he had 21, 28, and a touchdown on the ground. Peyton Barber is still being rolled out there. That's so gross, bro. I don't understand that. It is, but, I mean, it's clear who the best guy out there is. And mm-hmm. – so, I mean, I have uh, Gibson ranked at 11 this week. So, I'm like I'm, – yeah. especially coming out of a bye, too. Hopefully, they find more ways to get him involved. So, yeah, I'm very confident in him this week. And you said they're playing the Giants? I, I don't know, man. I, I, the Giants only giving up 102 yards on the ground per game. The the thing that, that make I know we all know that Antonio Gibson is good out of the backfield with passing, but they don't u- utilize him like that because J.D. McKissick is still being out, uh, rolled out there. Uh you're getting most of the passing, the passing touches, and so I'm, I, I, I had him right as in in my um top twelve this week uh, earlier. Then I, I kind of moved him out. He's like right on the edge, probably like I think he's like thirteen, fourteen. He's ten for you right now. Oh, okay. Well, I probably I, I was thinking about <laughs> moving him down. Yeah. Well, I might have did. Might not have updated, but I was thinking about it. Gotcha. Yeah, I moved the uh, who we talking about? Antonio Gibson. Yeah, he's at sixteen for me right now. Gotcha. This has probably hasn't updated on the site yet. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about him. Uh on to the wide receivers, of course. You're gonna start Terry McLaurin, you're gonna roll him out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should have a good matchup this week against the Giants. Uh poor secondary. He's just not scoring the touchdown, so that's I guess that's why people are not that's why he's not like um in that wide receiver one that's still been a little bit capped, but he's getting the volume, at least eleven or more targets in the last two games, and he had twelve targets against the Giants already this year. Logan, Logan yeah. Tom, four games uh, with four targets in a row, uh, back-to-back mm-hmm. touchdown weeks. Uh, he don't have a great matchup against Blake Martinez, the second highest-graded uh, tight end slash safety guarding the tight ends. You going to roll <laughs> Logan Thomas out there? Um, he's a fine streamer play. I feel like um, he has been 
looking better ever since they went away from Dwayne Haskins. You know, we were talking about him as one of those guys early in the year that can that was getting the volume but just not producing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he's in he's in the streaming option this year or this week. Just uh, one thing to look out for: Steven Sims Jr. may be coming off IR. I know they haven't activated him yet, but he has been practicing, and we know. St- Sims Jr. is the slot guy, and we know how the tight ends and slot targets work hand to hand. So that's just something to watch out for in this game. If, you know, that's your, that's your boy, ain't it? Right, he been he been injured since like week two, three. So my predictions on him have not gone to plan. <laughs> yeah. So just like throw a couple of names out. Who would you prefer? Like so, Logan Thomas or Mike Gesicki? Uh, I take. Thomas, uh, Miami have a tough matchup this week. I can say he got two targets last week. So, Logan Thomas or Trey Burton against Baltimore? Trey uh, Burton. Phil Rivers, you know where he targets. Okay. Yeah, i probably go for – I don't know. They both have bad matchups. i probably go oh, Trey Burton. But it's not by a lot, though. Let me see what my rankings actually say. Yeah. I got – my rankings say Gusecki right now, but I'm thinking I'm probably going to move uh, Logan Thomas ahead of him. Yeah, I think I like I like a um I think I like Logan Thomas over him. Well, just because uh, it's just gross. Either way it go, if, if that's your tight ends, you're not really looking for much. Exactly. Um, on the other side of the ball, Daniel Jones, man, he's he's pretty gross. <laughs> he is the new turnover god. Uh, six plus turnovers in the last three weeks. Washington does have the number one passing defense in the league, only 185 yards through the air, and they held Daniel Jones under 15 points already. Man, I don't even think you can play him in two QB league. Daniel uh, Jones, yeah, I have him pretty uh buried in my ranking because Washington's actually been pretty solid against quarterbacks. Um, where do I have him at? Let me look at my rankings real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, Washington with the, the, the way they pressure the quarterback and that D line is crazy. So yeah, I have him at twenty four right now. He might move up he might move up a couple spots, but I don't think he's gonna move up too too much further for me. Wayne Goldman with Freeman being out. Um I guess you could roll him out there, but it's nothing more than like an RB three for me. Just just yeah. back watch you say that and then come out and have another game like <laughs> last that's because what did he do last week? Did he he had a solid week last week, right? Or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not gonna hurt you if you just need a running back at this point. Yeah, uh, I like it. Giants wide receivers, uh, Shepard and Slayton is uh, both saw eight plus targets last week, even though um, Daniel Jones is gross. Uh, Slayton gets the must much tougher matchup against Kendall Fuller. Um, so if I was to start any of the Giants wide receivers, it would be Shepard, but I still wouldn't want to start him just because, like we said, Washington is the number one pass defense in the league. Uh, Evan, uh, huh? Golden, uh, Golden Tate, you know, him they, and the coach they gonna got, him. right? I about to say him and the coach kind of got into it about how he's been used, so he might be benched, so there might be an uptick in targets even though Slayton's going to be against Fuller. So I, I like Slayton as a, a flex, at least just for the uptick in targets. It's so weird take. that he scored a touchdown, and then he said, give me the ball, and then they got mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Golden Tate, Golden Tate been on one this year, bro. Here, arguing with coaches, fight, meeting motherfuckers in the middle of the field, throwing down. I mean, that was, I mean Jalen Ramsey had that coming. He said, yeah, I know, but it's just that type of year. Like, yo, go to say, like, what's, what's good? You know, he ain't got that he riding that, he riding from that adrenaline rush. <laughs> he got that much longer. He said, What's up? Right. Yeah, that was a personal it. issue there with him and Ramsey. That was wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, shit was just, that was wild. Them yeah, dudes played the whole game. 
He thought it was in, in the middle of the field after the game and just threw down. Like no, it was, <laughs> me, me and Gabe sat here and listened to Ramsey interview after the game. He was like, yeah, I know I was in his head, man. I was just talking to him, telling me. What you thought? He didn't catch no ball. And he was – I knew I had him at one point when his teammates was like, you go to take never talks. He's talking. I was like, I knew I had him. And, you know, <laughs> I was just talking. <laughs> it was you gotta, wild. Bro. Ramsey is a fool, bro. He is, bro. Evan Ingram has looked decent the last two weeks, uh, nine and ten targets respectively. Uh, he still hasn't scored a touchdown all year, so that's um, – it's been pretty good. But they called that touchdown back. He should have scored a touchdown last week and had his first uh, big – tight end game. Uh, I think you can roll him out there. Daniel Jones seems to want to throw him the ball. And um, now, um, what's his name? Josh Garrett out there seems to be like using him as a weapon and not just a boring Jason Witten type tight end. So I think you can feel confident about Evan Ingram this week. Yeah, uh, I have him at 12 this week, so he's startable. Um, that's that's it, right? From that game. All right. On to the next game. The Raiders are at the um, Los Angeles Chargers. Anybody feel special about Derek Carr? I think he's nothing more than QB two this week. I don't think Ooh, I don't know. Um, well, he is. Well, first it's a pick 'em, so it's it's not even a line. That's how closely matched up these guys are, and it's a fifty-two point over under, so mm. points will be scored. Mm. I don't. Well, but like back that. to your Derek Carr statement. Um, I actually have him as a start. If you take away last week when the win was crazy, he's only scored below 19.5 points once this year, and he scored 15 that game, so that didn't crush you. Um, not only is this expected to be a shootout, but the Chargers are allowing the fourth most points to quarterback, so I got him as a borderline QB1 this week. I guess I should move him up then, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh Jacobs, of course, he's going to roll him out there to number nine, um, running back in half PPR lead. He's the number two running back as far as, like, uh, rushes go behind Derrick Henry. It's crazy. I can't tell. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess because I don't know. He's scoring the touchdowns. He has five touchdowns. I guess – I think it's not the passes, man. He's not getting the passes. He's still not getting the um, targets like he's – you know, like like a lot of people thought he would. Yeah. Um, Any of the Las Vegas Raiders y'all feel comfortable starting? Uh, with the uh, over under being so high, I would wouldn't mind rolling uh, rugs out there as a flex play, like a wide receiver for flex play. Um, yeah, so uh, the matchup isn't great, but you know he could break one at any time, and like I said, points will be scored this game. So yeah, I like right. him as a flex play. I agree with that. Besides, of course, Waller, but yeah, I agree with that. Oh yeah, every week start for Waller. I think people were pretty disappointed in uh, Russ last week, but like you mentioned, they had the 50 miles per hour win. So that, that was wild, bro. I don't even know. I still started him, too. I shouldn't have did it. Yeah, me either. I wouldn't have mattered, though. I played Brennan, and he put up like 200 points on me. So, <laughs> like, okay. On to the next game. Um, oh, no, wait. Whoa, we still got a whole bunch of shit, bro. What did we miss? We ain't talking about the Chargers. Hey. Oh man, guess we didn't. Come on, bro. <laughs> on to the other side. I meant to say on shit the, together. I meant to say other side of the ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on to the other side of the ball. We just man, Justin Herbert out there as a QB one this week. I don't know if y'all got. I don't. I didn't say this in the news. Uh, but. Are are you on my bandwagon? I've been I've been saying Herbert looking better. I mean Herbert up there with Burrow. If he ain't looking nah, better, they they right. I think Burrow. I still like Burrow better. I think, I think Burrow's light years ahead of. Um, I might be on that Herbert train, bro. No, nah, I ain't riding it. Pause. Um, I don't think he's better. Like better at fantasy, I would say, because he man, is scoring real, more. He's throwing more touchdown. Like, but real life, man, like life, if you, Burrow's light years. Burrow man. just looks so much better than him. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not not a knock against Herbert at all. Like, it's just Burrow is just that good, I feel like, bro. All right. What what I do like from Herbert is that man deep balls. Yeah. Ball. Yo. Is. <laughs> <laughs> he thought hey, yo, it was the way you slowed down and said it, bro. I was like, just say it. <laughs> I, I was about to say it. I was thinking, I'm like, ah, uh, this is. This is no, just say it, bro. Hey, my dude. Hey, this is, is not going to come out right. You know, one of the moments, this is not going to come out. That's the name of the episode, too, man. Deep balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. My we'll bad. just go All past right. it, bro. Let's just get to the running back. Uh, I'll, t- I'll t- <laughs> the running back. Uh, Justin uh, Justin Jackson is going to be the only running back back there, right? Well, Joshua oh, Kelly is still be there, but oh, Jermaine Pope is looking like he's going to miss. Yeah, he was. He's doubtful. Jermaine Pope is, is doubtful, and Tremaine Pope is doubtful. And Joshua Kelly has. I think Justin Jackson has shown that he's better than Joshua Kelly. I think they had like a three man work uh, tryout last week, and both of them outplayed Joshua Kelly. Like I watched the game. Yeah, well, you, when you look at the week before, like. Justin Jackson was limited all week going into the game, so that might have been why he was limited to 11 opportunities. But last week, he had full practice leading up to the game, and he ended up with 22 opportunities. So I agree. He is the starter as long as he's healthy. And the Chargers – or the Raiders, I'm sorry, is allowing the fifth fifth most points on the ground to running backs. Or just fifth most points, period, to running backs. That's massive. So he's a uh, top top 20 play, definitely, for me this week. I got him up there. Um, the wide receivers, of course, Kennedy the Great Allen. You're gonna start him. Uh, Mike Williams. How you feel about Mike Williams? Uh, I like him in the flex. Go ahead. I know yeah. you got some stats, Los. Yeah, I mean he does get a plus matchup with uh, Nevin Lawson, graded out as a 54 and a half according to PFF. His volume has been up and down six since Herbert took over. Like he's had like eight target games, three target games, one target games, another eight target games. But I'm going to keep going back to that over-under. And it's a pick so it's going to be – hopefully it's not a blow on either side. So I think he'll see enough volume. This will be one of those games where he's going to be between that, like, six to eight range. And, you know, he's a beast at the deep pass. So, um, like Mike Williams. Flex play, though. Like wide receiver three. Hunter Henry. Of course, he's going to roll him out there. Yeah, he's one of the most boring tight ends out there. But every he's an every-week four play. And he does get a bump against Corey Littleton, who's graded out as a 34, according to PFF. So it's the lack of touchdowns. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that'll, that'll do it too. So I mean yeah. that about do it right there, bumps. On to the now on to the next game. Uh Miami Dolphins at the Arizona Cardinals over under. <laughs> uh, we got Miami is it's a forty nine point over under. I don't have the um spread in front of me. Hold on one second. Y'all can go ahead and talk though. Uh Tua is uh in a weird game. Somehow they still won because it was like special teams and defense. But um he only had to throw the ball twenty two times last week, so you didn't really get to evaluate him, I don't think, like you wanted to. Uh, the Cardinals are in the lower passing uh, lower half of passing um yards giving up to QBs. I think you got to sit him again this week just to see what he do and if he if he looks good this week then I think maybe we can start talking about starting him. Uh everything you said um you hit on I'm just going to add some numbers to it. Last week to an average 4.2 yards per attempt on those 22 um passing attempts and completed 55% of his throws. Um he spoke on the defense the cars defense is giving up a nice fewest yards per attempt and the fourth fewest points allowed per play to quarterbacks. So um hey break breaking breaking news guys da, da, breaking news da, da. Joe Biden Joe Biden has been elected 
46th president of the United States, baby. Where were you let's at? go. <laughs> I know this ain't no pot. This is not a politics podcast, but <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> He's out of here. Hey, he is not going out willingly, but yeah, that's not good. I know, bro. It's gonna, gonna be some entertainment. It's gonna be some entertainment coming up. But um, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. That's some hey Javar. Um, how you, well I want to say one. I mentioned in the news earlier that Drake Kirkpatrick was out, so that is another favorable matchup for Tua. So he should have a good game if he's going to have a good game. It should be this game. But how do you feel about the running backs with Mike Gaskins being, uh, Miles Gaskins being out, and Matt Burita being out, and it's only Jordan Howard and Patrick Layard. Burita is out, man. Is, I'm staying away. I'm mad you like pronounce every syllable in Patrick Laird's name. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> Patrick Laird. He said Layard. <laughs> Hey. Sounded out face ass. Right. <laughs> I didn't know his name. But uh the cars ranked bottom 10 in yards allowed per carry. And uh we don't really I I have heard Patrick Lard is uh gonna be the starter. And you know, I heard Howard's gonna get some touches. So just to be safe, I would stay away. And they got up against the cards who not allowing a lot of points to running backs. I would stay away. If you had to start one, I would say. Howard, just because I'm predicting he's going to get the goal line touches and they're going to be scoring. So that's the only person I would probably consider. Um, if you feel like Lard is going to get some catches out of the backfield and then you can fire him up too. He should be, if he's getting catches out of best backfield, he should be a flex play. But uh, the safest running back here, if Lard is getting the catches out of backfield, it would be Lard. But Jordan Howard should get the goal line touches. So if you could, I'll just stay away. Yeah, I, I, I don't really feel. I mean, mess yeah. Up. I I mean, if I had to start one, it would be Jordan Howard. Um, my Arizona is four and a half point favorites, so it's not too crazy. Uh, and you know, Miami's defense is playing very, very well right now. So yeah, it's a very man. possibility where they can force a couple turnovers, and it'd be you know even closer than that. So, um. I would. I mean, as a flex play, though, just as a flex for Jordan Howard, because like you said, he's going to get the between the tackles work and he's going to get the goal line work. Um, the wide receivers, uh, Preston Williams got five targets. Um, Devonta Parker, I think he got three, but he did get the touchdown. And Drake Kirkpatrick is out. How are you feeling about them? Uh, again, man, I'm really staying away. The only person that I feel comfortable with this week is Devontae Parker. I'm just following the chance of a big play. He is the guy who scored the touchdown last week, if I if I have if I remember everything correctly. Um, but I, I will be looking at to see if Preston Will Williams gained some ground going into this year. We thought he was gonna be the guy when Tua took over. So um yeah that's that's what I'm looking at. You just you're basically just throwing a, a pin in a hat right now on who to start, but I would go Devontae Parker. What kind of country shit was that? And uh, I would sit Kaziki as well until we see this offense on on roll and we see who Tua likes to target. Yeah. I'm going to make it simple for you, man. You, you, I don't think you could really start any of – well, yeah, Kaziki might be in play just because, you know, tight end landscape is weird. But I'm not comfortable starting any of those guys, bro. Like, that target distribution was – so ugly last week. Like, Parker saved you with that touchdown. Game. The game was an ugly game. Yeah, I know. That's true. But just to see when he did throw the ball, like how he spread it out evenly, bro, I don't think 
we can make any type of like projections, like accurate projections going for it. So I think it's a wait and see approach for all the receivers and Tua, like you said already. Um, on the other side of the ball, though, we got a lot of starts. Kyler Murray, of course, you're going to roll him out there. Chase Edmonds, man. I got him in my running back one conversation this week. Easily. Easily. Uh, how do you feel about Chase Edmonds? You're talking to me? Oh, I got I him at number two. Uh, uh, I'm get... easily, too. Yeah, easily. Okay. I got him number eight. Everybody say want... easily. We all saying easily, and Jabari ain't say easily yet. Yeah, I just, I just want to, you know – Talk my shit on Murray a little bit. He ninth in the NFL in pass rating, eleventh in completion percentage, and second in fantasy points per drop back. Um, but let's just uh, notice Miami defense has been playing outstanding the last three weeks. So you know, not saying you know temper expectations, but just you know if he he's a little pitch lower than what where he usually plays, it's because he's playing this Miami defense that's playing outstanding. But of course, he is a must start, Evans. Hell yeah, man. He looked great in his limited role, but now he's the number one running back for the cars. I feel like. What did you just say? I said Evans. He's a must. That's not the name he said. I thought you said Evans. He probably yeah, did say Evans, though. It's cool. Okay, good. But y'all stop the whole show when I do it, but it's okay. okay. Let, nah, I'm pretty sure he said Evans, though. I'm pretty sure he said Evans. But we'll Evans that sounds very he close, did. similar. You, you know when you don't know nobody in that, you just gotta say it quick. You, uh, you know say he say he say he say rough. So I mean, when you talk about roof, so you know you never know what. You know what I mean, I give him a pass for Edmonds. I be doing it on purpose. Yeah, I, I just roof. like saying rough. Look at my roof. <laughs> he, on, he on a roof. <laughs> All right, my bad. All right, yeah. Chase Edmonds is a must start. Like I say, he looked great in slimming the row. He's gonna be the running back one now. Uh, I feel like if he do well this week and possibly do well next week, Drake may be in some trouble. He may be a free agent. But uh the, the Dolphins ranked 29th in yards allowed per carry this year. So start the guy. Hopkins of course you starting him. Uh Christian Kirk with three straight great uh good fantasy weeks in a row. Uh two games with 18 at least 18 points. Um, he could see a lot of Xavier Howard this week. Uh, do you feel comfortable putting Christian Drake, uh, Christian Kirk out there? It's it's kind of – I mean, even though Kirk had some great weeks, they were kind of lopsided. So, he scored two touchdowns in the last two games. But against Dallas, he only had three targets and caught two of those for 86 yards. And last week, he had eight targets and only caught five of those for 37 yards. So, it's, it's – I mean, it's – I'll put him out there as a flex play, just considering right now um, he's he's one of Murray's go-to guy in the red zone just for that upside. But I feel like the floor is very low, too. If you don't get those touchdowns, we're looking at another dud week for Kirk. So um, I wouldn't fire him up in your one, two, three receiver spot. But a flex play should be a you – sh- you can live with that. Yeah, I agree. Very, very volatile play. And it's like even more so against Xavier Howard. So mm-hmm. I agree with that. On to the next game, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Dallas Cowboys uh, over under. Whew. Pittsburgh are 14 point favorites, <laughs> and it's a 43 point over under. Yuck. Uh, Big Ben, um, he could easily have another one of those uh, Cleveland games where he only throws the ball like under 25 times. So. How do you feel about throwing Big Ben out there this week? Yeah, I would probably play him more in, like, two QB leagues. 
Um, because I think he'll be able to do whatever he wants against the squad. But like you said, it, like it will have to be in the first half if they do if he does do it because this might be a game where the starters are pulled pretty early. So um, I will look elsewhere just because of that and one QB leagues, but two QB leagues, I think he should be straight. Uh, James Conner in that same game that uh, Cleveland – I'm not Cleveland – uh, in that same Cleveland game, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Um, James Conner had 20, 20 touches on the ground for 101 yards and a touchdown. Cowboys giving up 170 yards. God damn, 170 yards on the ground per game and allowing the 20, 20 fantasy points to running backs, and that's just on the ground. So James Conner is a smash. He'll probably be a top five play this week. Yep, I agree. Uh, the wide receiver situation, man, um, I, like I mentioned before, um, once I started going through the game, at first I was pretty high on them, of course, because you just see Dallas and you see um, a, a good offense going against a, pretty much a, a shit defense. You're like, man, all these wide receivers are going to be great plays this week. But then as I started looking more into it and I seen what he did against, you know what I'm saying, teams that he didn't have to throw against as Big Ben, um, you know what I'm saying, the target, the volume just weren't there. You know what I'm saying? You're just depending on the touchdown. And so I got it like this. Uh, DJ, um, I got him as a wide receiver, too. You know what I'm saying? With that wide receiver one upside. Juju, low-end wide receiver, two, And I got um, Claypool down in my wide receiver threes, man. Just a place play. You just roll them out there. Just to roll them out there at this point. Because you don't know what you're going to get. That's how I feel about it. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that, uh, the, the first part. But I just – I have them all ranked as wide receiver twos because I think they are all have the, a very high possibility of, you know, having a good week. So just because I can't decide who it is, I think I'm going to rank them all as, you know, high-end to middling wide receiver twos and low-end wide receiver twos. Yeah, Claypool is like an X factor, man. He's getting carries at, in the goal line, the red zone. Yeah. And stuff, so, yeah. And, and, like, Cleveland, like, they did that against Cleveland, but I feel like Cleveland has a better defense yeah. than Dallas. So I think that with that being said, like, a like, – they all could have a good game. You don't know who, so I'm going to rank them all as um, wide, uh, wide receiver twos. But I have them in that same order that you just said. Well, that low end, that I mean, not the low, not the low end, but the low over under really confirmed it for me. You know what I'm saying? Confirmed. Mm, yeah, definitely. definitely. I don't think I don't think all of them are going to have a good game. No, no, it's only going to be one, and he's going to have to have a touchdown to have a good game. Wow, because uh, I think James Conner is going to get a lot of a lot of work this week. Um, Eric Ebron, I think you can roll, and I think Eric Ebron is probably gonna have a good game this week too. Um, Dallas is allowing a second, um, I mean, not a second, two fantasy points per target to the tight end, so I think Eric Ebron will have a good game this week too. Yep, uh, on to the next game. What is this? This Sunday night football, yeah. Uh, you're not gonna talk about Dallas, that bad, huh? I mean, we could talk about it. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback, I guess. I no, know. not the quarterback. Definitely not. Yeah, um, receivers, nope. Um, exactly. It's I like just, you want to talk about. Like, yeah, I, I, understand, I understand that you might want to, might not be able to sit Cooper, but definitely want to uh, temper expectations for him. I haven't ranked like in the like in the mid thirties right now, so like that's still slick startable. But you not you got to temper expectations. All right, one one question, Gus Edwards. Or Amari Cooper? Gus Edwards. Edwards. That's easy. Yeah, that's easy. All right. Um, but, yeah, because you got the Steelers. Um, they are they have the highest pressure rate, and they're tied for eighth and sack conversion rate. So, he's just not going to have time, whoever it is out there, to throw. So, how, But the question is, how do y'all feel about Zeke? Mm. If he plays, he plays. Yeah, if he plays. Assuming he plays. Assuming he plays, of course. I mean, if he plays, I got him. Uh, let me look. I – 
I got him probably, I think I got him at like 15 right now. No, that was, I got Antonio Gibson at 16. So I got him at 17. And he's yeah, playing the so, Pittsburgh defense, and it's just it's just not a good matchup. I think um, you can you can roll out um, Tony Pollard. You know what I'm saying as a flex play this week, also maybe. I think because they're they're gonna cause with with the if hamstring, he plays, I ain't playing that that guy. If he plays with the hamstring injury, I think they're both like be sharing because we've seen like Troy Pollard have like good games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. He can have a good game, but if. I don't even want to start Zeke if he plays. I'm not going to want to start Pollard if they're splitting touches if he does play. Like, you know what I mean? Against this defense, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that personally. Um, well, I guess I should, I think I, I still got him in my top 37. He's 37 for me right now, Tony Pollard. Okay. Yeah, so he's startable. Oh, uh, but 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 yeah, so I don't I mean, if I was going to start a wide receiver though, I think it's gonna be C D Lamb. Just I don't know. That's just how what my gut is saying and what my rankings say. Yeah. I mean if I had to start one, it would be Cooper because besides last week he was still getting the targets. Well no, he got like five targets last week too. He just only caught one of them. Yeah. But yeah, he is the guy that's getting the most targets out of all of them, like consistently. So if that's if I had to start one, it would be him. Um let me see. Tight end, of course, no Dalton Schultz. So it's gonna nope. be that's a gross um well, it's not Sunday night. This is Sunday night. Uh, I'm waiting all day for Sunday night. It's going to be a good one, too. Uh, yeah, it is. The New Orleans Saints are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over under. New Orleans New Orleans is mm-hmm. four-point underdogs, and it's a 50-and-a-half point over under. Um, I know I talk a lot of shit about Drew Brees, but, man, he's been a good fantasy play. And I, uh, How do you feel about Drew Brees, bro? Uh, this week, I feel like there's – Better options in a one QB league. He's going against a tough Bucks defense while nursing a shoulder injury. His top wide receiver is supposed to be back. He's coming off nursing ankle and hamstring injury. So and he's going up against this tough Bucks defense who we have seen. I was about I was thinking one of those points where I was thinking what I was about to say again. I was like, this gonna come out suspect. But you know he's going up up against one of those Bucks defense that's been eating up quarterbacks this year. So, <clears throat> so I just got temporary expectations, and uh, there are better quarterbacks to start in one quarterback leads this week. Um, yeah, I feel like um, you're probably gonna get like the same performance you got out of Drew Brees last week. They played the Bears, and they have like pretty much the similar passing defense to the um, to the Bucks. He scored 19 points then, so I don't think he'll hurt you, but I agree. He should, but he should do better. Uh, Michael Thomas back, and if Michael Thomas is back and healthy, you know, he might be back. Breeze might be back to a must-start every week now that Michael Thomas is back, but we about to find out. Yeah, of course, you're going to start Alvin Kamara, even with the Tampa Bay having the number one rushing defense. Because mm-hmm, he get all the receptions, so he should be still get a decent stat line. Yeah, they played already this year. Um, he had 17 touches. Um, what's that? 67 yards on the ground and two two touchdowns. So he's he's man. He's I don't know. Dalvin Cook might be. Who who do you like more, Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara? Maybe, bro. Like they get the ball and it's just like one on one matchups. You're not tackling in them, and then it's just like when you think you got them cornered, they just make one move to the left, open up some to the right. Guys, and I and I just pick one out the head. I don't care who I got. Who is the one on one next year? Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, expect expecting all healthy or Alvin Kamara. 
Probably Alvin exactly. Kamara. I was just about to say, you cannot you can unless Cook go on a crazy run these last couple of games, it's gonna be Alvin Kamara. Even CMC the God. I mean Yeah, because he he I'm assuming it all him. It, it depends how he it depends how he finishes the year. If he come back if he come back and be like if he's the if he's the number one uh, running back over the last half of the season, then I could see him being a one on one again. But hey, I know we said this on the last episode, but all you guys that think Mike Davis is getting any play, <laughs> listen, it's over. Yeah, it's not happening, especially with, especially with the way he looked the last three weeks. I mean, I, he's gonna. It's not gonna be as much. It's not gonna hurt CMC value. He's not gonna be fantasy relevant, but he should get some type of burn. Negative. Yeah, Negative. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I expect him to dial back Christian McCaffrey's to like what, like maybe eighty percent, which is still be <laughs> incredibly high. But he was getting like ninety five percent of the snaps when he was playing, bro. He's gonna get like, like games where he had a hundred percent of the snaps. So. If he scales it back 80%, like, he's still going to be a monster if he's 100% healthy. I'm happy he's back. Uh, he's going to come back and bring another element to this offense. So, hopefully, Robbie Anderson can eat more. I'm yeah. a Robbie Anderson owner. <laughs> I like Robbie Anderson, too. So, how do we get on CMC? Uh, he's talking I about – I y'all which three y'all – which one's going to be one-on-one next week. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Mike Thomas, of course, man. He just said all he's these. Back. He got to be healthy, healthy at this point. Like I don't know what your Javar was saying. He's coming back off an of injury, but bro, you've Barry. been sitting down for like what is it, seven weeks now? Eight? Yeah, I mean, eight weeks. Really, Barry. nine weeks, eight weeks because yeah, eight weeks. Well, week one, right? Yeah, so eight. Yeah, weeks. he ain't do shit that week either. So, <laughs> no. come Barry, on. Anybody in the locker room calling him Slant God? He'll be a start on Sunday. I got him in my wide receiver ones, man. Low end, but I'm pretty sure he'll finish in the top. I got him as like I think he's at like 11 or something right now. Let's go, baby. He's Ooh. back. Let's go. I need a big game for you right off the bat. For sure. the, the one league I do have Thomas in, it's like it's over with. Yeah, the one, <laughs> the one league I got him in is over with for me too. So thanks a lot, Thomas. <laughs> um, right, appreciate that. I donated money because of you. Appreciate that, bro. No other wide receivers that I like. Apparently, like Drew Brees does not like Traquan Smith. It's really weird. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders may be coming back, so uh, you know I could pinch him in as a, a flex play. Uh, just you know, if if you're in a pension with injuries and in the bye weeks, I would pitch him in as a flex play. He did show some decent weeks when he was playing with Breeze, but other than that, I'm not looking at nobody else. Way, no, uh, no, neither just do I like Jerry Cook. Um, his son is definitely capped now with Michael Thomas being back. We will depend on him to get touchdowns, and I don't think they'll they'll be able to be he will be able to sustain them. He he just like touchdown the best for me at this point. I I kind of I kind of feel different at least for this week. I would kind of uh you know he's got a tough matchup against the Tampa Bay Bucks, but moving forward, I I kind of like Jerry Cook with Michael Thomas out there. It kind of Michael Thomas kind of opened up the field for Jerry Cook just to run down the middle of the field free, and that's where he got most of his targets last year when Michael Thomas was on the outside. Even Jerry Cook would just run down the middle of the field free and make his catches and touchdowns. So moving forward. After this game, I like Jerry Cook. Before this week, I would temper expectations. I like him this week and going forward. Dunno. I have him down. I have him down as the number nine tight end this week. And I mean, like you said, everything applies to it. Like he's still going to get looks with Michael Thomas there, but New Orleans is allowing the fourth most points to tight ends. Like they're not. They can be beat, you know, you, by the tight end. New Orleans or the, the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I fucked that up. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we understood the Bucks. Uh, no, no, no. Nah, yeah, they're different. They're 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 lying. Eighteen. Uh, he's still a start for me though. He's still a start for me. I was looking at the wrong team though. I'll do apologize about that. Uh, but well, it's debatable, and now it's debatable for me. Yeah, I got him as a touchdown to bus, bro. Yeah, you do have him down number ten though. But I mean, that just I mean, goes to show you how gross tight ends are. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, um, we can get to the bus. Wait, wait, one second. Eric Ebron or Jared Cook? Eric Ebron. Uh, Evan Ingram or Jared Cook? Evan Ingram. Okay. I would go with uh, Cook over the first one you said, Ebron. Mm-hmm. High over under game. So definitely not going to be no blowout like uh, Pittsburgh is. And Evan Ingram, I'll probably go Evan Ingram. Ooh. Yeah, Ingram. As of now, I have Cook over Evan Ingram, but that might change. It's very close between those two. But according to my ranks, I would go Cooks. Cook. You gotcha. Um, on, let me see just so I can make sure before – uh, just got to talk about Tom and the boys before we go to the next uh, matchup. Um, yeah, it's pretty close between them two, too. On the other side of the ball, we got Tom Brady, man, the GOAT. He's turned, he hasn't turned the ball over since, I think, week what, week, week four. Um, Saints giving up 237 yards in the air, man. That's where they're giving up all the points at. So, I think he fired Tom Brady up, man. He's so crazy how great he is. Yeah, yeah, but y'all remember it was one of us saying that like he was gonna be a top twelve quarterback this year. Oh, no. uh, I think, uh, y'all remember was that? Was that yeah, you, oh, you, oh, damn. Yeah, I kind of I say he's gonna be right there. I drafted. But, him, so. Yeah, I know you can't. Yeah, but all came around, but I, I traded for him. Yeah, traded. <laughs> <laughs> I came. Around, I got I him on my team. Season, but I came around. Yeah, I guess I it don't fit. Like in, in looking back at it, I got Tom Brady and Aaron Jones in the one trade. Yeah, that was a good one. Good um, shit, bro. Yes. Right. Uh, um, Rojo and Fournette, man. This is so gross that the Saints. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't trust any of the not the Saints, but the Bucks. What they're doing in that backfield, man. Uh, the Saints are already giving up less than a hundred yards on the ground per game, anyway. So this just makes it easier for me to sit both of them. Yeah, I have a uh, Fournette ranked higher, but back to the back to you know what I was saying before, or what we all were saying when they're both playing. I think they're both avoids. Yeah, and the Saints haven't gave up more than thirty yards in the air to a running back all year, so. It's not even it, even they, through the air they probably won't get the points. Um, besides this week, um, I don't know they match up next week. But besides this week, I may like them as a flex play. Somebody gonna get a goal line touch. Somebody gonna get some yards in weeks, and they're gonna score points. So I think that ball about good to luck. Start. Good luck picking them, bro. I'm more like I I wish you the best of luck. I think that ball about to start <laughs> flying around right now, man. Uh, sure. Sure. Let's get to the wide receivers. Uh, Mike Evans. I got him as a low-end wide receiver, too, this week. Man, he's going up against Marshawn Lattimore, and Marshawn Lattimore owns him. I don't know how many times we're going to – like, how many times we're going to debate this at this point. Um, mm. So, you know, of course, if you got him, you got to play him probably, but I, I don't – I got Tempering expectations. The, uh, the question is, though. Exactly. Exactly. But this is always booming. A.B. is back, and Godwin is coming off this finger injury. Like, how do you predict that? Yeah. I got Chris Godwin still in my wide receiver one rankings right now just because it was a finger injury. I think he could play. He's yeah, gonna he's going to play this. I think they already announced that he will be out there. 
But Antonio Brown going start him if you got him, bro. I got he matched up against Janoris Jenkins, um, probably. Uh, and we've seen Brady make a conscious effort the first game that they played together to get him the ball. And like, I think he wants to show that Antonio Brown is still Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown probably be a wide receiver too. I wouldn't be surprised if he finished like top 12. Bro, he's gonna pepper Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown walking around with a TB <laughs> Tom Brady hat on, bro. So you know, and I hear AB is st- staying with uh Tom Brady too. So they about to be best friends. But yes, they say he came in there in the amazing shape too. Yeah, bro. I am so excited about this game, bro. This shit is going to be fire, bro. I'm so mad. Fire, fire. Brown right now. That's what I'm kind of mad about. I have him in one league. No, two leagues. I picked him up in the um, Black Lives Matter session takeover um, tournament. He was just sitting in, on waivers. Like I was like, okay. So I picked him up there. I got him in another league, uh, Dynasty League, too. Uh, I have him at 26 right now. That might go up. But that's just because I don't know how much he will be used, especially, you know, with um, Bruce Arians and his cryptic coach speak talk. Like I mean, he might be used this much, he might be used a lot more. Like, all right, whatever. I, I thought, I thought, if I he's out there, you know, you said what? I thought I read something like he, coach said he's going to play this way. He's going to have a role, but it was like some around twenty percent or something. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I saw that one. Then he but, said it might be sixty percent. Then he said it might. Yeah, crazy. At the uh, end of the day, we saw Tony O'Brown go to the Patriots <laughs> last year on like limited practice that week, and he only had a little. He didn't have a lot of snaps when he was out there, though. He was targeted. So, if he's out, no matter how much he's out there, when he is out there, Tom, or Tom Brady will give him targets. So I, I'm rolling him out there as a high end wide receiver three now. Um, maybe um in that wide receiver two range when my rank, rankings are finalized. So, and I'll start all the wide receivers feel comfortable with Godwin and uh, Mike Evans in their wide receiver one or two slot. Uh, I'm start Gronk. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too confident in Evans. I'm not confident in Evans, no. I feel uh, like yeah. I probably still had to start him, but yeah. I'm, I'm confident in Godwin and Brown. I, I think yeah. Evans is the touchdown guy on the team. They'd be at the one yard line and they just throw a slant to, to Evans. Tom Brady and Evans got the down pack at the goal line. He got one on them first week one. That was all he got. That was all he got. And I thought he got him like back to back. He had no touchdown. No, he only scored one touchdown. Yeah, that one Remember, he only had one catch for a touchdown because he was he was uh, banged up coming into the week. And he was up against Marshawn Lattimore. <laughs> but Gronk has three touchdowns in three straight weeks, at least 45 yards in four straight games. Why did not score? I'm talking about against Temp, temp Beta. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Bad. Yeah, big facts. My bad. Um, yeah, but you keep rolling Gronk out there. Um, you sure this week? I'm kind of, I'm kind of temper expectations with all so those. The tight ends is just. So I got you. I agree. Um, yeah, I'm rolling out Gronk this week. On to the next game. Uh, are you ready for some football? A hey. night party. Hey. Um. Yeah, this is gonna be a gross one. So. So New bad. Week. New England, nine point, yeah. New England, New England added the Jets nine point underdog, nine point favorites for New England, forty one and a half point over under. Mm. Uh, what do you like? Go ahead, man. What do you like in this game? I, it's not. I didn't find much. When I don't I like anything. What do you like in this game, Javar? <laughs> uh, like I'll be playing Call of Duty on Monday night. <laughs> uh, uh, bro, but I mean, from the the Jet side, nobody. If Crowder plays, I guess you can roll him out there. But literally nobody on the Jet side, um, especially with Perrine, uh, Perrine and Gore still getting starts or carries or whatever. So, Lamichael P. Ryan, um, 
nah, I'm not trusting anybody from the Jets other than Param- or uh, Crowder. On the New England side, Cam Newton, I think, you know, with his rushing, he'll have an okay floor. So I'm down to start him. Um, maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm down to start him in, even in one QB leagues. What do I have him at this week? I like him. Yeah, I have yeah. him at uh, 14. So that's right outside that range. But I will start him. Damian Harris, with them being such heavy favorites and a low under, under over under, he has looked pretty good. Uh, yeah. You know, two out of his three starts, he's had over 100 yards rushing. So I do like him as like a maybe a low end RB2, middling RB2. Mm-hmm. And as far as the receivers, who do y'all like anybody out there? Well, uh, J- Jacoby Myers would be the wide receiver number one, but everybody pretty much being hurt. So I don't like any of those. Yeah, I think that's exactly he- what I have. I think Campbell going to score his yards on the ground, man. Uh, the Jets gave up two 50-plus-yard yard, yard games to Josh Allen already this year. So, Cam was looking like a, a running back one last week uh, until in that bad weather game until he fumbled the ball in the last play. So. Damn, Cam, why you had to do that, bro? <laughs> if I had to start any of the wide receiver, it would be Jacoby Myers against a decent Buffalo team. He had 10 targets, and he caught six of those. So, he's looking like the receiver that Cam trusts, but you know that's not really saying much. But that's that's about it. If I had to start a wide receiver, it's crazy that James White is like you can't even start him no more. Uh, he only had four targets last week, man. It's like they don't want to use him anymore. Or like, that was the worry going into the year too, because Tom Brady, like even when Rojo is out there, like he's targeting his running back still. Yeah. So that was just like one of his tendencies, man. And it's you know it to fruition. too. I don't understand why he's not doing it. Well, he, it's everybody's tendency when they have CMC, but when he had, like, Jonathan Stewart and, you know, he wasn't really doing to the running back like that. He's throwing to D'Angelo Williams, though. Yeah, not as much as, CMC. you know. But you yeah. had James White, though. I mean, but I guess. I mean, that's it for the Monday night game. That's it for the seven, uh, week part two, week, week, what, what, week nine part two uh, breakdown stuff. Let's get it, man. Good luck to everybody. We made it do another week. Um. Yeah. Good luck, bro. Unless I'm playing, unless I'm playing, oh, I am playing Javar. I got to give you your first loss in marathon this week. So I already had mine, but I saw that you were. I saw that you were starting JD McKissick, so I'm liking my chances. Uh, yeah, I have no running backs there. They all yes. Come trade for one. As always, man. Shout out to Antonio. We out. Peace. Oh.